Hi, thank you for the opportunity to share God's word with you today. Before I start, can I please ask you to have the passage that from Judges 6 open in front of you, as I will keep referring to it. For those of you who haven't been with us recently at St Matt's, for whatever the reason may be, this sermon today is part of a series on the heroes of faith. So far we've considered the stories of Ezekiel and David. Today the focus is on Gideon, the fifth of the twelve judges, another man of faith. I'd like to start, if I may, with one question. Have you carried out an amazing feat or act of faith for God? Now take a moment to reflect on that. Have you carried out an amazing feat, act of faith for God? In our reading today from Judges 6, I'm going to look at the two things, two barriers that most often keep us from stepping out in faith. And the one thing that enables us to be brave and to do amazing things for God. So let's begin with the first barrier. When the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon in verse 12 and said, The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Notice two things. Firstly, where he is. Verse 11. Threshing wheat in a wine press. Now, I'm not an expert on making wine. I like to drink it, yes, but I've never made any. From what I understand, though, you would normally thresh wheat out in the open so that the wind can blow away the chaff. Gideon, though, is inside, in a wine press. Clearly, he knows something we don't, and he's afraid. But afraid of what? While Judges 6 begins, if you see the end of chapter 5, telling us that it's the end of a 40-year period of peace for God's people, the nation of Israel. All is well with the world. But what can often happen when all is going well? Well, sadly, chapter 6, verse 1 reveals that God gets forgotten. The Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. And for seven years, the Israelites fall into the hands of the Midianites, a people and a power so oppressive that rather than staying in their homes, the Israelites prepared shelters for themselves in mountain clefts, caves and strongholds. God's people are so afraid, Gideon included, that in verse 6, they cry out to the Lord for help. God then, in his grace and mercy, sends them first a prophet, reminding them of how he had freed them from oppression and slavery before with the Egyptians, and he told them not to worship other gods, but telling them also that they had not listened to this. Then, second, at the start of our reading today, God sends the angel of the Lord to Gideon. And how does Gideon respond to this direct message from the angel of the Lord? Verse 13, he reminds God of the current circumstances. If the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? The Lord has abandoned us and put us into the hand of Midian. Gideon and the nation of Israel are more afraid of the Midianites than they are of God. 
Why? Because their gaze, their perspective is fixed on their current circumstances and they're full of fear. This is the first of the two things that still today can cause God's people, can cause us to resist his call to step out in faith and to do his will. Fear of the circumstances. So let's move on to the second of the two barriers to stepping out in faith. In our Bible reading today, we learned that the angel of the Lord, having had no success calling Gideon a mighty warrior, now says in verse 14, Go in the strength you have and save Israel out of Midian's hand. Am I not sending you? And what is Gideon's reply this time? Well, he questions God's wisdom. He questions God's perspective. He questions God's sovereignty and authority. Verse 15. How can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my family. Does that sound familiar? Have you ever said something similar to God? I know I have. I've struggled at times and said things to God like, God, I'm not good enough, or... God, you can't mean me, you must mean someone else. Such and such is better than me. Focusing on my own weaknesses in order to excuse myself from what God wants me to do. Doubting God's word and who he says I am. A mighty warrior, a child of God. It's rather encouraging to realise that Gideon was just the same. This then is the second of the two barriers to stepping out in faith. The second of the two things that still today cause God's people, cause us to resist his call to step out in faith and do his will. Doubt. As a dictionary says, a feeling of uncertainty or lack of conviction. Now, these two barriers to faith, doubt and fear, are still the chief strategies used by the enemy, the devil, to keep us from following God today. In these COVID times, if we are not careful, we can get lost in the circumstances and the difficulties that we face and the length of time that they have existed. We can start to doubt God's sovereignty and fear can rise up within us. And if the devil can't get us to fear and doubt based on our circumstances, he will try to get us to fear and doubt based on our weaknesses and sin. Like Gideon struggled to accept that he was a mighty warrior and focused on his weaknesses. We can do the same. The devil will try to deceive us into accepting his lie that God has abandoned us, either because our circumstances are insurmountable or because we are focused on our shame and guilt and our weaknesses. So what's the answer? How do we overcome these barriers? How do we grow in faith? What enables us to be brave and to do amazing things for God? The answer is the same as it has always been and can be found in the words of Jesus in Mark 1:15 The time has come the kingdom of God is near repent and believe the good news Gideon began to resist the lies of the enemy instead of living in fear of the midianites and focusing on the current circumstances and doubting who he was mighty warrior he began to have his eyes lifted up to God 
and started to have faith and belief that God was there for him. Verse 16. The Lord answered, I will be with you and you will strike down all the Midianites together. Now in response to this verse, in verse 17, Gideon reveals his heart. If now I have found favour in your eyes, give me a sign that it is really you talking to me. Yes, there's still doubt. There's still doubt within Gideon, but there is also a growing faith. Belief that God does exist, and that Gideon and the rest of God's people have not been abandoned. It's the start of looking at things from God's perspective rather than from his own. Gideon recognises that mighty deeds of faith can only be carried out by God's favour resting upon us. And Gideon says, please do not go away until I come back and bring my offering and set it before you. Gideon, in recognising God, also realises his need for repentance. He prepares an offering, a sacrifice before God. And now, operating out of a mindset of repentance and belief in God, he steps out in faith. Verse 24. So Gideon built an altar to the Lord. He proclaimed, bore witness to the living God. This was no small thing. Not when everyone else around him had given up on God and was worshipping pagan gods and the idols of Canaan. In fact, he went even further. Let me read to you again verse 25 to 27. That same night the Lord said to him, Take the second bull from your father's herd, the one seven years old. Tear down your father's altar to Baal and cut down the Asherah pole beside it. Then build a proper kind of altar to the Lord your God on the top of this height, using the wood of the Asherah pole that you cut down. Offer the second bowl as a burnt offering. So Gideon took ten of his servants and did as the Lord told him. But because he was afraid of his family and the townspeople, he did it at night rather than in the daytime. Now yes, he did it at night. There was still fear. He was still a fearful man, but he was learning to walk in faith. Again, very encouraging for those of us who continue to struggle with doubt and fear. But the key thing is, he still did it. He still tore down the altar to Baal, even in the knowledge of how this might be received by others. Verse 30. Bring out your son, Gideon. He must die. But this wasn't the end for Gideon. He did not die. In fact, we learn that his faith in action affected those around him. Firstly, his dad Josh, who up until that point, some believe, had been the guardian of the sacred palace and priest of Baal. Certainly a man of importance, because as we read in verse 25, he had an altar of Baal in his house. And verse 27, more than ten servants. We read in verse 30 and 31 that Joash alone checked the fury of the people against his son. He stopped them from killing Gideon, killing Gideon there and then. He started to question publicly the sovereignty of Baal, saying, verse 31, 
If Baal really is a god, he can defend himself when someone breaks down his altar. Yes, Gideon's witness step of faith had had an impact on his own dad. Secondly, verse 32, the hostile crowd, people from his own tribe of Manasseh. They turned so quickly from seeking Gideon's death to proclaiming Gideon as Jerob Baal. Gideon's witness step of faith was impacting more than just his dad, more than his nearest and dearest. It was impacting upon everyone around him. And thirdly, verse 35, the rest of the northern tribes of Israel, Asher, Zebulun and Naphtali, rallied to his call. Gideon's witness step of faith was having an even wider impact and reaching even to people he didn't know and had never even met. So what happened? Did the Midianites get defeated? Was God's word to Gideon fulfilled? Was Gideon a mighty warrior? Did he, with God's help, strike down all the Midianites? Well, may I encourage you at some point to read chapter 7 for yourself. It really is an incredible story. But for now, suffice, suffice to say, the answer is yes. With God's help, Gideon stepped out in faith and indeed defeated the Midianites. That is why he is known as a hero of the faith. And his name is listed in Hebrews 11, alongside other greats of God down through history. So, to sum up, how does the story of Gideon in Judges 6 impact upon us today? What can we learn from his story to help us live by faith today? Firstly, recognise the plans of the evil one to deceive us by sowing doubt and fear and keeping our eyes and our focus off the living God. Second, believe and repent by turning to God and fixing our eyes upon him. God has provided for the salvation of his people throughout history and has never and will never abandon them. If we are struggling with doubt or fear, then as Gideon did, turn to God. As it says in Hebrews 12, 1 and 2, throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. God did not abandon Gideon. God will not abandon us. All we have to do, all we have ever had to do, is repent and believe. Repent and believe. Believe in God and turn from living life without him, to living life with him and for him and through him in his grace and mercy, revealed once and for in the sacrifice of his son, Jesus Christ. This is the step of faith. This is the amazing feat act before God, to believe and trust in him. Let me finish by returning to the question asked at the beginning. Have you carried out an amazing feat act of faith for God? And by answering that question for you and for Gideon with this scripture. 1 John 5, verse 4 and 5. Everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world? 
only the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. The way into faith is the way on in faith. It has and always will be about who God is and what God has done for us, rather than about who we are and what we can do for God. No matter how difficult our circumstances may be, no matter how terrible our sin may appear, no matter how long it has been since we last heard from God, the truth remains the same. He is God and his love endures forever. By never giving up on God, our lives testify to him. And our step of faith, no matter how big or small we may perceive it to be, is mighty in his hands and is used by him to overcome the world and impact on others in all sorts of ways that we can't even imagine. By putting our trust in Jesus, we are all heroes of the faith and like Gideon, mighty warriors for God. To that end, Hayden will now lead us in a step of faith. Hayden, over to you.